Blog Talk Radio.
Good day and God bless. Welcome to On Fire Agape Radio. My name is Pastor Brian Betsworth. I'd like to welcome you and thank you for listening today. My co-host and cohort, Dr. Sam, Reverend Dr. Samuel Dungu, will not be joining us today as he has agreed to uh, submit his time and his attention to uh, today's guest that we have on the radio show, who happens to be uh, Dr. Kent Hovind, also known as Dr. Dino. Uh, Dr. Hovind, are you on the line with us now? I am indeed. Good to be with you. Well, praise God. (laughs) You never know about this technology if it's going to work out the way you hope. You know what I mean? Well, now, I was told that if you leave things alone for millions of years, they get better automatically. Automatically, yeah, that's the theory. That's, isn't that's, it? that's what evolution <laughs> teaches. Uh, <laughs> right. Anybody believe Very that good. needs help. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that here a little bit. We've, we've got about uh, 24 minutes on this episode of our show, and uh, we don't need to take any breaks. So I would just like to lay out a quick um, agenda here, I guess you could say. Um, First, I would like to give a brief introduction for you. Um, Dr. Hovind, I'll ask you to uh, just talk a little bit about your mission and your ministry. I would like to address your legal issues and give you a chance to talk about that. And then if there's time at the end, Maybe we could address some common questions and misconceptions, okay? That would be wonderful. Well, very good. For uh, 15 years, Dr. Kent Hovind taught high school math and science. He went on to earn a master's degree in education and a Ph.D. in education. And then he went on to begin a ministry, preaching and teaching about the foundational truths of the Bible, especially when it comes to the topics of creation and Noah's flood and dinosaurs. He teaches that history as depicted in the Bible is true and that the pseudoscience of evolutionism is false. He became uh, known all over the world, traveling, teaching, and debating on these topics in schools, churches, universities, on television, radio, online, you name it. And so Dr. Kent Hovind was and is very much in demand as a speaker, preacher, and teacher. And he's written many books, made many videos. Chief among them are his award-winning seven-part creation seminar series, which continues to become more and more popular here in the United States and around the world. In fact, I've heard it's been translated into about 32 languages now. You can find clips of that everywhere. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, some parts of it, over 40 languages, not all of it. But, yeah, we keep working on getting it into – we're trying to reach the whole world, get everybody converted. Amen. And I've seen clips of it everywhere online, especially on YouTube with, you know, hundreds of thousands of comments (laughs) from people – mostly from people all over the world who have had their eyes opened, their lives changed, who have been saved and discipled through through your ministry, Dr. Hovind. Well, so thank you. It's, I it, would that, like... 
That's all I wanted. Yeah, good. I, I'd just like to give you a chance here now um, to talk to our listeners who may or may not be familiar with you. So would you please give us an overview of your mission and your ministry? I'd be thrilled to. Yes, sir. As you mentioned, I taught high school science and math 15 years, uh, moved to Pensacola, Florida, January 1989, and soon thereafter began a ministry called Creation Science Evangelism, where I travel and speak, defending the Bible as being scientifically accurate. Um, I traveled to 37 countries and all 50 states doing seminars, trying to strengthen people's faith in the Word of God, that it is indeed the perfect, flawless, inspired Word that it claims to be claims to be God's words. Okay, well, then it better be perfect, and it is. Um, then in uh, 2006, after a nine-year investigation from the IRS where they couldn't find anything wrong, they came and arrested my wife and I with a SWAT team for structuring, which I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. It's been in the news a lot. It's been a lot in the news the last couple of years as they're seizing all kinds of small business bank accounts for structuring. <laughs> One of the dumbest laws ever passed. That says if yes. you take your money or take your money out of the bank and amounts less than ten thousand dollars, you're committing a crime. So they put me in prison for for give me a ten year sentence. I served almost nine years in prison for taking our own money out of our own bank to pay our own bills. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Amen. For 130 days, I've been out now. Okay. Yeah, there's been a lot of misinformation about that because. Um, I first heard about you 12 or 13 years ago when I saw one of your creation seminar videos. And um, honestly, at the time, I didn't really understand or believe what I heard you saying. But I, I could see that you had a strong commitment to God and to the truth, and it made an impression on me. And so when I first heard, when I heard about you again, then a few years later, uh, actually in the Teen Challenge Ministry, I was interested in hearing more of what you had to say, but then I heard that you'd been put in prison and um, that it was um, tax evasion and and other things. And so just wanted to um, hear your side of it about that, as you've been saying now. Well, yeah, there's no tax evasion at all. I don't know who started that rumor on the Internet. Probably somebody to try to make me look bad. I've never avoided or evaded any tax. Um, If Mm -hmm. I owe it, I pay it. So, right, right. Everybody. And, you know, if you Google um, your name on the Internet, one of the first things that comes up is that Wikipedia. And um, it does say you're a tax protester and has some of that information. So I just wanted to uh, let you say what that it was actually structuring, um, which uh, really did not have any, anything to do with what you were doing, correct? Correct. Neither does it have anything to do with taxes. It's got nothing to do with taxes. Structuring. It's the drug. They passed that stupid law to try to catch drug dealers who were, you know, hand, using cash, which I think the whole law is dumb and ought to be repealed. But meanwhile, I still didn't break the law even then. You have to have two or more transactions in one day that are under ten thousand, but they total over ten thousand. We had one transaction every twelve days, going to get money mm-hmm. to pay bills around here. There's no structuring at all. It's 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 ridiculous. The way the law is ridiculous and the way they enforced it. Then to top it off, they said that money that was structured, which by then was five years ago, has to be forfeited to the government. <laughs> that that laws only apply to drug money. I've never taken drugs in my life except an aspirin once in a while, and I've never tasted alcohol 
except NyQuil a couple times. Uh, so right. it's, just, it's so all that's up on a variety of websites. Our website, two peter three dot com, the number two, the word Peter, and the number three after Second mm-hmm. Peter three in the Bible has lots of stuff about that. Plus, there's freekenthoven.com has all kinds of interviews and articles about the, um, the 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 case and all that stuff. But I've been out for 130 days, hit the road running, and back out preaching again. So that's God's problem as far as overturning the previous case, which I hope they do. There are folks working on that. But meanwhile, I'm going to go preach and get people get people saved. Absolutely. And you've got a really great YouTube channel, um, Kent Hovind Official, right? I do, and I put up a broadcast last, night, night before last on who I endorse for president. It's only four yeah, minutes long. Saw that. <laughs> you saw that one. That has, what, 18,000 views now. <laughs> Don't spoil it for anybody. Because no, everybody no, no, watched I it and says, oh. hundreds of people said, I was going to unsubscribe. I thought you had gone crazy until I watched the video. <laughs> Four minutes long. Right, right. It's, so it's, be, be sure to uh, go to uh, Dr. Hovind's YouTube channel. It's Kent Hovind Official. You can see that and also keep up with what he's doing. Uh, I saw you just this past weekend up at uh, Revival Baptist Church in Scranton on uh, you did a great job, uh, even though you're under the weather, of speaking, especially all day on Saturday. Can you uh, give a brief brief synopsis about what you spoke on there and what you normally talk about? I can. I, I spoke in Ohio before that uh, probably 15 times, and then we drove through that horrible storm all across Pennsylvania and apparently caught yeah. a really bad cold. But then was in Scranton, Pennsylvania for those three days. Had a wonderful, great church, man, wonderful church. And then drove Sunday afternoon, clear until four in the morning, to speak at a public school in southern Alabama. Uh, and then finally got home. Been home now for four, three days. Uh, but yeah, I, typically I do my seminars on a variety of topics centered around the scientific accuracy of the Bible when it comes to the creation and the flood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible says God created the world in six days, about 6,000 years ago which means dinosaurs had to live with man. Here we got these books teaching our kids in school that dinosaurs lived millions of years ago. They're lying through their teeth. They did not live millions of years ago. They were big lizards that lived with Adam and Eve in the garden, and Noah took them on the ark, probably babies. Just be sure to get a pink one and a blue one. And after (laughs) the flood, after the flood, they either died from climate changes, whatever happened, to cause the people to go from living 900 years pre-flood, you can read that in Genesis 5, it drops off in Genesis 11, all of a sudden they're only living to be 400, and then 200, and then down to 100. You know, today, not many make it to 100 years of age, but before the flood, you were still a kid at 100. Things were very different, and I point out in my seminars that reptiles never stop growing, even to this day, reptiles grow all their life. So if a reptile could live to be 900, they'd get 60, 70 feet long. The dinosaurs were big lizards with Adam and Eve. And then pe- the people have either, they've either died off from climate changes or from people hunting them. Uh, there are hundreds of legends of people killing dragons. I think from a biblical perspective, it makes perfect sense. They're probably killing off the dinosaurs uh, or whatever, for any number of reasons, you know, save the village or to be a hero. <clears throat> and so, and there could be a few still alive. There have been an awful lot of sightings of creatures like Loch Ness Monster, you know, as an example, or Lake Champlain. And I cover that on video number three. 
of my 18-hour seminar with me talking as fast as I can go and using PowerPoint slides, 7,000 of them. Uh, they can get all that on 2peter3.com. The whole seminar, 18 hours, including the seminar notebook, is uh, 80 bucks, and that includes shipping. Ship it right to them. We've, I think, had three, over three million uh, of my videos have been sent out from the little ministry since we started. <clears throat> and we encourage people to copy them as long as you don't sell them and don't change them. But yeah, anybody can copy them. The one guy in Texas made 41,000 copies and given them out all over the place. Wow. So please, please do. Yes, well, my brother actually gave me a, a set uh, about three years ago, and um, and uh, that's when I remembered seeing it before. And uh, as I watched him, I, I realized that you were telling the truth, and <laughs> that not everything I had learned before was was correct, including about the dinosaurs that you were just just talking about. And that is, you know, one of the I guess you could say controversial topics, uh, which helped give you that name, uh, nickname, Dr. Dino. And you've also have had uh, your dinosaur adventure land, right? Well, we did. The government seized all that over that stupid structuring law. So we're right. looking at the options of either you know, buy it back. <laughs> we bought the property once, buy it back off the government, or start fresh in a new location uh, and build a big one on steroids. Our little dinosaur adventure oh, wow. land here, well, the one we had was only five acres. It's right in my backyard. I live on the same property. Been here 26 years. But uh, if we get more property, do it on steroids this time. But we had 100,000 visitors come through here and had uh, nearly 1,000 people get, get saved, give their heart to the Lord. Everything we did had a science lesson and a spiritual lesson where they learned something to draw them closer to the Lord. And the kids just loved it. They went crazy over it. Our dinosaur, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, not on, yeah, on YouTube about the dinosaur adventure land. I wouldn't trust Wikipedia any farther than I could throw them. The folks that started that are atheists, uh, deliberately okay. uh, to try to discredit Christianity. So I, 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 I wouldn't, if they said the sun is shining, I'd still step outside and look. <laughs> Amen. Well, um, you speak mostly about creation uh, and do a lot of bait uh, creation versus evolution evolutionism. Um, of course, most people today do seem to believe in evolution because we've been taught that so much. Could you just say a little bit more about that, what you your position is on that? Well, the problem with when you discuss the word evolution is the meaning of the word. What do you mean by evolution? There are six different meanings. I've had 105 debates now with atheists and evolutionists at various universities around the world. Uh, and I, the first thing I do is define the word. Exactly what are we talking about? Because cosmic evolution is the origin of time, space, matter from the Big Bang, which they certainly teach in the books, but there's zero scientific evidence for it. That's one of the dumbest theories ever made up in, in the world. Secondly, you have to have chemical evolution. How did all these elements get, come, you know, how do we get uranium and gold and lead from, from hydrogen? That ha it can't happen. So in Second Peter, Second Peter chapter 3, where we got our website, 2peter3.com, it says the scoffers in the last days will be willingly ignorant of the creation, the flood, and the coming judgment. And so I taught for years on the creation and the flood, and now we're adding stuff on the coming judgment, what's coming next. <clears throat> but 
the evolution theory, if you're going to get into this, you have to define exactly what we're talking about. Uh, thirdly, you have to have what's right. called stellar evolution. The stars have to evolve. Nobody's ever seen a star form. It just has never happened. But there's 70 sextillion visible stars. Yeah. Um, fourth, fourth, we have to have what's called organic evolution. Life has to get started from non-living material. There's, they have no clue how that can happen, but they, they teach it did. It's pure imagination. They're dreaming. And they're welcome to believe that, but it's not science. Fifthly, we have what's called macroevolution, where an animal turns into a different kind of animal. Nobody's ever seen that. No one's ever seen a dog produce a non-dog. And lastly, you have what's called microevolution, which is variations within the kind, like dogs, wolves, and coyotes having a common ancestor. All right. I would agree with that, but that's as far as it goes. Mm -hmm. So the debates I do, the first thing I do is define the word evolution. Right. Uh, then, then, and, the, uh, then the issue's over. Yeah, and... Darwinism, um, Charles Darwin, his brand of evolution, what most people think of when they hear the word evolution, would that would fit into the macroevolution category you mentioned, wouldn't it? Correct. And we don't even see that, but that's number five. They still have one, two, three, and four. To, uh, it just doesn't happen. It's, it's, they're dreaming. That's why I've, I've always said evolution is a religion, something you have to believe in, which is fine. Yeah. Believe whatever you want. But don't call it science. Yeah, and I've, I've heard you say, too, that you believe that's uh, a dangerous evolution. Or, I'm sorry, a dangerous religion. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, when you teach the kid he's nothing but an animal, then we sit and wonder, why does he act like an animal? Well, duh, look mm. what we taught him. We taught him he's nothing but an animal. So it, it is a dangerous religion. I think it's uh, part of the problem with uh, our society. Kids have no morals. You know, if you look at the things kids got in trouble for back in the 1800s or early, late 1700s, they got in trouble for throwing spit wads, you know, and dipping uh -huh. Sally's pigtails in the inkwell. You know, today, because uh -huh. they were taught, they, they were taught creation in the public school. They're taught you're, you're designed by God. You, you're going to be accountable one day. There are rules. Well, today they're taught they're nothing but an animal, and there's no rules. And so they get, they get in trouble for bringing guns to school and shooting people. And <laughs> The level yeah. of troublemaking has changed radically. Right. So you, you talk about creation and evolution in the schools. Um, that, I think there may be some misconception about that. What, what's your position on teaching uh, those subjects in school? Well, if the question is, you know, should we teach creation in public schools, uh, the, the question we have to answer first is, should we have public schools? Uh, if, we should even, if we should even have them, which is a, a really debatable question, then what should be taught would be the second question. You know, we should teach them science in science class. And all of science, which is things we observe, study, and test, tells us dogs produce dogs. There are no exceptions. So we should not teach them dogs and bananas have a common ancestor because that's not science. It might be somebody's religion, but it's not, it's not observable. It's not testable. It's not demonstrable. It's never, no. okay. we don't even know how it yeah. happened. 
Yeah, and I hear you talk about lies in the textbook. Well, that's the problem. See, not only do they want to believe this dumb idea that dogs and bananas are related, they use lies to support their teaching. Like they tell the kids, okay, boys and girls, we've got five fingers, and a lot of animals have five digits on their hand. Well, that's obvious. Yeah, duh, that's true. And then they'll say, see, that proves we are related, which it does not prove. It might prove we have a common designer. If you look at the Honda Prelude and the Honda Civic and the Honda Passport, you'll find thousands of similarities. They use the same lug nuts. What does all that right. prove? That they all evolved from a skateboard? <laughs> no. Uh, it proves the same guys designed them. Oh, very good. Um, I, I saw a little book here that um, you wrote some years ago. It's called Are You Being Brainwashed? Propaganda in Science Textbooks. Is that one still available? Yes, sir, it is. Um, it is so sad that kids are being taught this. I think it's, there's probably a much bigger picture, uh, sinister, you know, New World Order kind of, kind of plan here. Mm. They want the kids to believe that this theory because it helps them fit in with a New World Order, a one world government. If you've got a bunch of people who believe, that they have rights that come from God. Those people don't make good slaves. You know, the guys that started this country, they said, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal. They're endowed by their mm -hmm. creator with certain rights. I've asked evolutionists all over the world, where do rights come from? Do you have the right to breathe? Do you have the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness? If so, who gave you that right? Of course, in their thinking, it has to come from government as opposed to – there can't be a natural God-given right because they don't believe there's a God. You can mm -hmm. ask an atheist. Ask an atheist, how do you tell right from wrong? I've asked right. many of them. I never get an answer. How do you tell right So the right public, from schools, wrong? public schools then are basically government schools, government training places, you say, right? Absolutely correct. So the question yeah, of, you know, I, I agree with you there for the most part. Yes, um, just we've only got about three minutes left. Um, we already talked about the dinosaur issue. I think the other big thing that comes up when we talk about uh, creation and the age of the Earth is people think that radiocarbon dating and other dating methods like that prove the Earth is millions of years old. Could you briefly talk about that quickly? Uh, yeah, nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, none of those methods have worked. Uh, if you look at my video number seven of my 18-hour seminar, which is up on 2peter3.com, you can order the whole thing for 80 bucks, including shipping in the U.S. We'll get it right out to you today. Um, I give a long answer to that. I've only got two minutes left. I can't answer it here. But radiocarbon dating okay. has serious flaws. It wasn't even invented till after World War II. And way before that, they were teaching the Earth is millions of years old. So how, why did they teach it back then would be the question. It, it never works. You can radiocarbon date one object from five different laboratories and get five different answers. You know, what, what age would you want it to be is one of the questions they'll ask. Or how old do you think it is? Or where did you find it? Which position in the geologic column? It's a pure joke. Wouldn't hold up two seconds. Right. In and, court. Yeah, and there's a lot of presuppositions that uh, have to be in place before you can even use that, aren't they? <clears throat> Well, yeah, and we just started carrying a book that's pretty technical called God Created the Earth. 
by a chemist who deals with radiocarbon dating on the real technical level. It's a hardback book, 25 bucks. It's up on 2peter3.com, uh, or will be soon, uh, if you want to get that one. If you really want to go down deep, that's the place to go. All right, very good. Well, you've mentioned your website uh, a few times here. Again, it's uh, www.2peter3.com, the number 2peter3.com. Um, also would want to, again, suggest that people visit your YouTube channel, uh, Kent Hovind Official. Any final word you'd like to say before we go? Well, yeah, if they'd like to check on my comment on who I'm for president, uh, we're getting a lot of interesting comments on that one. <laughs> yeah, very yeah our good. goal, Our goal here is to get, get people to give their heart and life to Jesus Christ and then live for him. So that's what our that's our purpose of our ministry is to draw people to the Lord. So if you don't know the Lord, why not? <laughs> Watch two Peter three dot mm-hmm. some of our videos and we talk about all that. All right. Amen. Well, thank you very much, Doctor Kent. Uh, hope to talk with you again soon. Maybe we can get you on the program one more time. I'd be glad to do it. Thanks a lot. All right. You're welcome. God bless right. you. Bye bye. Thank you all for listening to today's On Fire Agape Radio show. God bless you. I'm Pastor Brian Betsworth. God bless.